Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points, where we again will look back at the week just gone by and all the highs and lows of what happened to each of our teams. And we're without David Monday yet again this week as he's on holiday. He's become a bit of a part-timer, isn't he, last few I weeks? I know, he's letting the team down a little bit and we're going to miss him even more for the quiz later without the, uh, the sound effects. That's definitely I, true. I just don't think he can deal with the shame anymore. Like he's had a few bad weeks and he can't quite cope with his you know, taking the mickey out of him all the time. He does find it hard, doesn't he? We'll make up for it next week. Um, so obviously I'm hosting Gutman Jack Ball and joining me is Mr Emotional Baron Cross. Hello. And special guest, back again, the sleeper Richard Amofa. Hello. After a week away, you're back, back again. Back, back again. So and you've actually been making transfers. That's the that's the biggest shot for sleepers. Has he finally awoken for good? I think so. I think I think needs must. I think I was falling too far adrift <laughs> uh, in the relegation zone. I needed to uh, make to make some ground. Yeah, I think I did a bit of a Roy Hodgson on myself. Hopefully, rise <laughs> up the table. And so let's just quick, we'll talk about our points first of all. Yeah. Obviously, I mean I'll, I'll start us off. I got forty one points this week. It wasn't the best week. So we'll talk about the highs and lows in a minute. Just mm. for the basis of the forfeit, I got forty one points. I was on 45, so not much better, but just above the average, which um, is a bit of a psychological boost, which was nice. Yeah, and, and Richard? Yeah, it wasn't a good week for me. 32, measly 32 points. You can come every week with scores week. like that. <laughs> so the may have awoken, no, no. but by the look of your team, it hasn't made much difference. No, not at all. Um, and as you said, I'm lost again, which is not, not great. Where did it go wrong, Richard? Oh, so I me to go through it just briefly. Some high points and low points. Well, if there point, were any high points. High points for me, Mohamed <laughs> Salah, the captain. Um, so got a good, had a good week. Three assists. Uh, star man. Well, no, not a star man, but obviously one assist. One of the points. Yes, he did get one mm. assist. Sorry, three points. I should mm. say. Um, but uh, other than that, wasn't great. I had a bit of a head's gone. Brought in Cabasali, Watford, but I left him on the bench. Oh. Eight points there gone down the drain um, low points for me see Lukaku you know still you know, not just about his price is he not, no not, not at all I mean I did bring him in as, as a type of as a gamble really mm. and you know that's the thing you score you know you get you score three goals away from home yeah. I think your star striker gets on there and you know hold up play decent but ultimately not the points there um, no Jesus and De Bruyne both got assists which is not bad but you know, Richarlison got one point you know two promoting got two Loved his cheek, I brought in, only got three. Um, and, you know, my, my Burnley defensive duo of uh, Nick Pope and Ben Mee also fell victim mm. to the don't have the goalkeeper and defender of the same team. Mm. Uh, so I've learned from that as well. Yeah. So, Barry, know what about your team? Yeah, so 45. So, um, as I just said, you know, just above the worldwide average, which is pretty good, but because I've had, you know, I've been in quite a good position, it did mean red arrows for me. So I've dropped down, I think I'm now. In the thirty, I think I'm inside the top thirty-two thousand. So Surely. not, not, not to be, not to be sniffed really at. But what you, you find that when you you do get, I mean, as we've said already, this is you know by far the best season I've ever had. So your your standards do start upping, and you do start getting greedy. And although I'm doing well, I just I keep wanting more. But no, it was it was an average week. Isn't isn't bad. I mean, it started incredibly with um, with Hazard. So he brought in fifteen points, which was. Um, a strange one really because I'm a Newcastle fan so it was quite a strange sort of watching Hazard dismantle my own team but in the in the mm. same in the same effort give me points nice so I mean if, if Chelsea were going to beat us at least Hazard was involved um, the big decision I made was that I went left field with the captain again and as we know my captains have normally worked out quite well and I went mm. to Sterling because um, on paper clearly City were going to go and destroy West Ham and I, Sterling is my City attacking cover 
he's in good form as we've seen him. he's got two late goals in the last two games and I thought you've got to go with him even if he doesn't start he's served you well in the past hasn't he he has yeah I mean I've, I've had him as a good captain in, in the past and I did just I just felt that I didn't go with Hazard because Chelsea haven't quite put anybody away at home yet they've they'd only scored I think eight in six at home which you know isn't thrashing that's one or two goals at home each match so I thought maybe they'll beat us one or two there and Hazard might only get one goal whereas City could have put four or five past West Ham. West Ham can see goals of fun. And then, happy. yeah, exactly, mate. So I went, I went vice with Hazard um, because Salah, who you know, was the other, the other guy that yourself, Richard, and Dave all went for. I didn't go with him because Brighton have actually looked quite good at home. Uh, and ironically, they then go and got battered five one. And mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose I got away with that one really because mm-hmm. I mean, for Liverpool to score five and Salah to only get one and assist, mm-hmm. I, I got away with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah. could have been much Absolutely. worse for me. Yeah. So that's the reason I didn't go with Salah. So I went with Sterling, and as as you'll probably have guessed by now, that didn't quite work out. He only got two points and a been a very very tight win for City. Hazard got me fifteen. Morata got me eight. So that the two Chelsea lads have come in for me since I got them in the in the wild card, and that was pretty much it. So I, I had the one assist with Salah, uh, and then Hazard and Morata and everybody else pretty much blanked. Um, so Mustafi was the big disappointment. Mm. Zero points after going off injured and conceding two before he'd gone off. So. Um, I actually, I actually backed Arsenal to do right in that game. As we've seen, United do go into those games looking to draw rather than win, don't they? So it's like a must not lose for Mourinho. Yeah. So I did a part of me did think with the form that Arsenal have been in, conceded one at home in six. I thought yeah, it's worth putting Mustafi in there. Mm. So for him to get nothing was a big disappointment. Um, Pope, Alonso, Tarkowski all did nothing. Chupa Moting is on the chopping board for me. Um, I only brought him in a couple of weeks ago in the wild card, but just not quite playing as far forward as I'd hoped for Stoke. Mm. Crouch has come in. Shakiri's the main man at Stoke mm. now, so. Chibamone. A little off his cheek, three points at 4.5 million. I'll take that. You know, that's that's what I expect Ruben to do. And the elephant in the room is Harry Kane, isn't it? I mean, two points. None of us have captained him, which is a big sign now that, that people are rapidly losing faith, faith in Kane. Um, he, was, he was away at Watford, who aren't particularly good at the back, and none of us captained him. So, um, yes, he was a big spot. I mean, I had, I had Nias, of course, as well. I mean, he started the match and subbed out for off his cheek so I mean I've, I've got to monitor that one because we don't really know which way Sam Allardyce is no, going to go with the team so I'm hopefully I'm going to try and avoid knee jerking with Nias and just keep him in there because when he plays he does well for Everton so it's just, it's just, point, just hoping he gets a bit of game time with Allardyce and for me you touched on Salah there Salah was my biggest disappointment really I mean I don't think you'd ever expect as you touched on Liverpool score five goals and Salah to yeah. only get five points mm, it's not what you want but for me my biggest star man and I'm very proud of this because I've stuck with him for the whole season is Jordan Pickford. Yeah, two me, weeks in a row. He got me 13 yeah. points last week, he's got me nine points this week, and it came just after David mocked me for having Pickford in my team. Mm-hmm. So you just mentioned the Salah there, Baron. For me, he was one of my lowest points because you don't expect Liverpool to score five goals and Salah to only get one yeah. assist mm-hmm. and five points. I really got away with that. You know, I, I was watching the game, or you know, watching the scores coming as, as it was, but if I had seen Liverpool 1-5-1, one, one, I would have been running my hands. Yeah, exactly. Away you'd have assumed you got two or three goals. Yeah. So yeah, that's a huge disappointment for me. The biggest the biggest plus to me, which I've, you know, I've had this player all season and the mm-hmm. people have slated me for having him is Jordan Pickford he got me 9 points this week got me 13 points Incredible. last week and it coincided with David mocking me on Twitter yeah. for, for having Jordan Pickford and he's got 22 points so 20, 22 points since then so he's been a big player for me but it was my defence that let me down I'm, I'm really starting to question some of them I've got a good game week this week but it never always works out that no, way Morata 8 points Jesus he now he's my biggest fr- frustration I keep yeah. thinking he's going to come in Aguero's been shoddy at best mm, in the yeah. last few games He's been let off in a few games by scoring a penalty, mm. but apart from that, he's done nothing. I keep mm. thinking Jesus will surely start. Mm. And obviously, Man City are playing in the Champions League tonight. We're recording this on Wednesday, so no, yes. my luck, Jesus will play tonight, and he won't play again. <laughs> again. But, so yeah, he's he's definitely up, up, up for debate. But I'm 
overall not a great week, 41 points. I think it was a slow week for most people. This, this, this yeah, well, I mean, when, when the worldwide average is 44, I mean, that's, that's always a sign that it's, it's mm. not been a huge it's week. I mean, if you look at who really came in, I mean, Liverpool came in, but very few people have actually still got Coutinho and Firmino. Mm. Salah's mm. the big the big difference maker. Hazard's still lowly owned. He mm. got 15 points. Nobody's got people like Lingard. I mean, if you look at the, yeah. the big point scores this mm. week, very few people have got them. Mm. And, and when that happens, you get low low point scores. I mean, for, I mean, the difference is, I mean, if I'd if I'd captained Hazard, I mean, I'd have been up to sixty uh, odd points. I mean, it puts it just shows how important your captain is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but you can't blame them, can you? I mean, you there was there was nobody else. I mean, apart from Pickford, who you were never going to captain, you couldn't really pick anybody else, could you? I mean, you still pick the best of the bad bunch. Sorry, yeah. Morata, of course. Morata, Brad Morata. Yeah. Again, it's just it's just a hard call. But and you've been dug out of jail a few times by it. But this team line, this got worked. Yeah. But it's just one of those things that you really could make or break your season. Is your captain picks. So without any any uh, more putting it off. It's your forfeit time, Richard. Um, and Baron, do you, do you want to take control of this one? Well, <laughs> I, I, think, I think we were thinking something along the social media lines. Okay. So um, I'm thinking Twitter bio. Okay. And as you are so famous in Plymouth, and you, uh, Richard, most people who don't know, Richard's our What's On editor. So he's responsible for a lot of sort of bits and bobs that go on around the city of Plymouth. Mm. And he's quite regularly seen on our website videos. So it's worth pointing out, there was a night out between myself, John Millie and Richard, who we all work with, and we actually got stopped because people recognise Richard. That says it all. Which, says, it? which says everything. That says it all. So, uh, <laughs> as you can probably tell, Jack Jack has sort of washed his hands of this forfeit, so he's left it to me. So, as we all know, my favourite thing to do is, is to play with the Twitter bio. So, yeah. do we, do we, have you had any more thoughts on sort of how we can word it? I think the, the, the idea, we're, the route we were talking about, I think is a good, a good idea. Yeah, so I think, I think, I think, I think Twitter, I think, I think, I think, yeah, so I'll get my, uh, my Twitter, Twitter bio. It'll only have to last for a week. It's okay, I'm more than happy to uh, oblige. It's my, uh, um, bit nervous, but... Uh, and you've got to remember as well, Dave, well, last time we did this with Dave, the FPL yeah. fraud, that stuck with him. He hasn't been in yeah. shape that since. He, he remains the FPL fraud. Well, you know, this, this, this is it, you know. I, I just get my Twitter up, reception's not, not great in this room, I oh. say. But, um, okay, right, so the uh, Twitter is up. Oh, no, it's not. How many followers you got, Richard? Uh, it's not, not many, it's 1,500. Okay, so that's, that's, a, that's a decent so number of people fair, that will be seeing bit. this. Yeah. Cool. So, Twitter's up. I think we should do Plymouth's most famous personality. <laughs> do not approach me without appointment. <laughs> wow. I'm pleased he's laughing. Good. I'll Lord. be honest with you, Richard. I, before this, I came clean with Jack, and I said I felt quite bad doing any sort of forfeit because you're a guest, <laughs> and like you, you are on here so rarely. That it just feels a bit harsh at giving you the forfeit, but um, you know, I suppose you did agree to be in the room this week. Such so. is life, you know. So you put your, put your feet in. You know. So you better get um, Cool. <laughs> Plymouth's most famous personality. Okay. Do not approach me without an appointment. <laughs> John Bishop, our uh, our video editor, is is losing his mind off off uh, off mic. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, breaking the fourth wall. Because <laughs> he swore. <laughs> We, we haven't invested in the bleep machine yet. Oh god! Sorry, I'm just uh, just loading. It's taking a really long you... to load. Actually, no. What I'm th- what I'm actually doing is copying and pasting my normal bio. So yeah, fair enough. Save it. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that okay? Keep, that's um, fine. Yeah, keep it saved. Okay, so I can actually paste it. <sighs> to copy and paste. You have to update us about any comments you get about your uh, your new Twitter bio. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to, to play on. He's going to be the secretary, isn't he, to make all these appointments? No. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you look at me. 
This is taking longer than what's needed. Yeah, right. do apologise, so, listeners. So, sorry, listeners. Okay, here we go. So, Plymouth's... Most famous personality. Most famous personality. Please. Full stop. Yeah. Do not approach me without appointment. Then we should say like PR at emotional.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, PR inquiries. Yes. PR. <laughs> People think he's got his own website. Um, um, who should be the secretary? You. Jack or Barry? John at amofa.com. <laughs> God. The, the bish. John at amofa.com. Yeah. Done. Do, do, we have, do we have an emojis on the, on the, on the end? Uh, I don't know. He likes an emoji. I mean, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let Richie pick his own emojis. Um, I'll just do a, a, a thumbs up. No, yes. I'll do the, I'll yes. do the yeah, thumbs up's easier. Yeah. What about the hand that's like that? <laughs> like, Stay oh, away. Or <laughs> maybe like a fist. Or, or just like the, the number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, so. Hashtag one, number one. Okay, hashtag one, number one. Where's the thumbs up? I cannot find it. I feel like I can't, I'm really nervous. The pressure's on. The it pressure's really on is. when you're doing the forfeit. There we go, done. Well done, Richard. Most famous person. Um, just, if you want to give your Twitter handle out so people can have a look if they want to. Yeah, get some more followers out. Fantastic, yes. Um... I did, on, I did well. I did it on both of my Twitters actually. Oh, uh, what a man! Account. So, uh, at Richard Amofa and at underscore Richard Amofa two. There we go. So that's your forfeit done for the week. Well done, Richard. No worries at all. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus points. points. So as ever, we talk about the FPL talking points of the week. There's yeah. plenty to discuss this week, as there is most weeks, to be honest. First, the first topic I want us to discuss is strikers. You know, what has happened to the Premier League strikers? Not long ago, we were all talking about how there were so many of them scoring yeah. goals for fun, but now they seem to have run out of steam. Baron, what's happened it's, to them? It's, it's bizarre, isn't it? Because earlier on in the season, we were we were talking about how do we fit all these strikers in. I think we sat in, in one of the rooms at the, the offices and we actually said there were six or seven. We'd love to all get in and we were actually trying to work out which three were the best, but now it's a case of sort of you're trying to find one. I mean, you, there, are, there are very few strikers out there who are actually doing the business. Um, and if I'm just looking now at the statistics. So if, if you look at the, the top list of uh, strikers from all clubs sorted by form, you've got Callum Wilson, Charlie Austin, Calvert-Lewin, Rooney, Firmino, Jesus, ironically. Morata, Lacazette and Vardy. So mm. Lukaku and Kane are nowhere to be seen. Mm. Aguero's nowhere to be seen. They're the three most expensive strikers mm. in the game and they're, they're just not delivering. So... Mm. It's tough, mate. I, mean, I, I, I don't know what's happened. I mean, um, Lukaku has gone into his shell. I mean, he's gone from sort of being... He sort of went off the boil a bit when they played a few of the bigger teams because, as we all know, for whatever reason, he doesn't quite hit form against the bigger sides. He's yeah. a flat-track bully. And then they went into those Brighton and, and Watford games and he, and he produced very little there. I mean, he scored against Newcastle, but we expected much more in, in, in a performance where they scored four goals. Uh, and then the other day they scored three at, um, at Arsenal, as, as Richard was saying, and, he, and he's not involved mm. at all. So he's not a candidate anymore. Morata is the go-to man because Chelsea got the fixtures. He's comparatively cheap. Mm. Morata, so Morata that as well, he's, he's, he's much cheaper yeah. than the other two. Mm. He's two million less than Kane. He's one million less than Lukaku. It's vital money to get into your midfield. So Morata, Morata's the one I would say is an, is an essential striker for everybody. But even Kane now, I wouldn't consider essential. I mean, I'm not going to get rid of him. I think. I'm, I'm lucky enough to be in a position where I don't need to take many risks. I think if I was to get rid of him, that would be too big a risk for allowing people to catch up with me. It's the way that as soon as you get rid of him, they're going to pop. And you're going yes, to and Kane is one that if you took him out this week and, he go, and he's at home to Stoke, mm. 
regardless of what they've done at Wembley, he could score a hat trick in that game, and yeah, everybody's yeah, immediately going to try and get him back yeah. in. So, he, whilst I can see, especially with the emergence of people like Coutinho, there, there are so many midfielders you want to get in there. Mm. If you sold Kane, you could get like five midfielders mm. worth more than eight million, mm. and that would deliver so many points. Mm. But it's just that risk, isn't it? Yeah, precisely. So I, I think at the moment, I mean, I'm going to stick with Kane. But if I was in a position, forgive me for saying, like Richard, who hasn't got wow. Kane, of course. And, and Jack, I know, is, is trying to find some differentials. I don't know if he'll quite go as extreme as get rid of Kane, but I know you're looking for. That's, you're mm. refusing to get Hazard, for instance. The, the point, the point you made is is, is the, probably the most valid point to make is that the, if you're doing well in your leagues, you don't have to don't rush into decisions. Yeah. Yeah. It's down mm. to the people below you to panic and to yeah. let them make the changes and make them mm. make the knee-jerk reactions. Really, and I'm one of those people that's trying to catch you. Yeah. And like we, like you said, Hazard is one that should be on my list, but he's not because I. You know, he's going to become highly owned. Yeah. Mm. Richard, I mean, you've got Lukaku in your team, you've got Jesus, mm-hmm. and you've got Ashley Barnes as, as, a, as a cheap third choice. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in total, you only played Lukaku and Jesus, you've got your five points. I mean, what is yeah, what's it's, it's, it's not great. Like well, I mean, I think Bowen touched on it uh, when he mentioned Morata. Um, so much cheaper. And if you look at Chelsea's fixtures coming up, especially throughout the Christmas period, compared to uh, yeah, the rivals, they've definitely got a much uh, easier yeah. looking. Um, He's looking for fixtures. Another insight into your transfer this week. Um, it, it could be, it could be yeah. an insight into the mind that uh, Chelsea, might be making a change. Absolutely. Um, as you said, West Ham, Chelsea, you know, normally do well against West Ham. Yeah. And maybe a game for for West Ham than it is for Chelsea. So, so we've established that Chelsea Maratta's will just the one, turn up. Yeah. one to go for. But mm-hmm. who who would you look to get rid of? Is there any? I mean, Lukaku or Jesus? Um, toss up. For me, probably at the moment, probably would be. Well, obviously they're both playing against each other. Mm. Manchester derby this week. Lukaku's scored in midweek. He's he's used. We're still not sure whether he'll play or not. So mm. I think that's that's the dilemma that, that yeah. I've got. Um, you know, inside almost. You know, Lukaku's going to get the minutes, I suppose. Well, this is it. But you never know. So, you know that, he might throw a curveball. That's a very good point, Jack. I mean, in this in this horrible period of yeah. irritation, we're going to see. I mean, I would be amazed if Zlatan doesn't start one or two. But yeah. of all the strikers you've got the option of, I think Kane and Lukaku yeah. are the ones you know that will play yeah. most minutes. Even if they have like maybe. A, get pulled off at 60 or 70 minutes you know that those two will get more mm. minutes than anyone else I mean mm. Batshuayi he's fit now uh, I mean Conte's got the option of playing false nines mm. so I mean I mean, I've got Hazard Morata and Alonso and I'm fully prepared for, for I mean it's already happened but I'm fully prepared for when they will get dropped at some point when mm. it does get really busy the one name you might want to I think you're liking the look of um, based on my own interpretation is Firmino if Liverpool's fixtures are good he's not widely owned he's not owned by David or I He's actually and, got and the, the highest number of goals and assists in the Premier League, hasn't he? Has he really? Yeah, combined. 16 combined. That's incredible. The, highest. the flip side to what you said, though, is the teams like Chelsea, you know, teams like Arsenal, they have to catch up Man City. Can they afford to drop their exactly. best players? Yeah. Mm. Which That's, is why I think the rotation will be... Conte will avoid it if he can. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Are, you are right. Mm. It's, 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 there's a player to ponder definitely going forward. One of those strikers you did mention that's in one of the f- most formed strikers at the moment is Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Another question is will Sam, mm. will Sam Allardyce make a difference at Everton and is it time to start considering some of their players? Rich, has is, is that entered your mind? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I started the season with Calvert-Lewin actually. He did start really? quite brightly and I took him out. He had a mind dip but uh, he scored over the weekend and you always see it with new managers as well. I mean, wouldn't ex- you know, be, don't be surprised if you see a similar thing at West Brom with, with some of their players as well. Um, I mean, looking at Everton, they do have good players on paper, and I think for them it was just a case of galvanisation, really. So, 
like you said, Rooney is coming coming to his own. Actually, Sigurdsson just scored recently mm. as well. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see their players really coming into their own into this Christmas period. Um, and Beren, what, what do you think Sam Allardyce will bring to Everton? Is it is defence possibly yes. the right thing to look at with them? Yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right, Jack. I think I think long term we're definitely going to Everton defenders are definitely worth investing in. And I would definitely flag up John Joe Kenny for people. He's still four three. I'm sure he'll rise in the next few weeks, but. He's 4.3 million. I think he started off the top of my head the last six or seven. In the last two matches, he's returned clean sheets and assists. He's almost like a bit like a light version of Seamus Coleman mm. at right back. Mm. So we, what we do know is that Sam Allardyce will keep it solid. But what we also know is that at Palace, he didn't do it quickly, did he? It did take a few weeks. So I think this weekend, Liverpool could still turn them over at Anfield. Mm. So I think I think longer term, yes. Uh, definitely in defence. I mean... I'd be, we need to wait. The thing is, we need to wait and see what his first choice eleven is. Yes. He was never going to change the team that, that thrashed um, West, West Ham. Ham. He was never going to change that. So we've, we've got people to come back from injury. I mean, he's got the dilemma of Michael Keane, Jagiel, Ashley Williams, and if Velasquez will come back at some point. Yes, there's Holgate, there's Kenny, there's Martina, there's Coleman will come back in the new year. Mm. Um, and, and I know what you mean. I mean, I think that the trouble we've got with Rooney and one of our colleagues, Andy Phillips, has got Rooney, and I was surprised he did that. That he, he's playing deep, and and Allardyce has said when he was England manager as well that Rooney will Don't play where he wants, but more than likely he'll play in midfield. Mm. So a seven point three million pound striker playing in midfield, he's going to get assists and he's on penalties. Mm. But is he going to get as many as we want him to at that mm. price? So and the trouble with Sigurdsson, of course, who has got good form and and will I think will 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 have good figures by the end of the season is the midfield is so competitive at the moment. Yes. Yes. Salah, Hazard, Coutinho, Sterling, Sané, Richarlison. Where are you going to fit Sigurds in at eight, eight mm. million? You're going to have to replace someone like Sterling, and it's just not going to happen. It's just, it's just not it's enough because he's not contributing he's just, he's just enough, not is he? Yeah. yeah. So I, you are. I think we will consider a few of their cheaper defenders, maybe. But mm. in attack, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, mm. I've got the ass. You've mentioned Calvert Lewin. That's the big dilemma for me. Mm. I'm hoping the ass will get some some minutes. But um, I think one of those two could prove to be decent. I mean, if they're below five and a half million. It'll also be interesting. We all know January will be an interesting month anyway. Of course, so. they need a striker, don't mm. they? I mean, he yeah, needs to go yeah, buy yeah. a striker. Mm. They, um, yeah, they never replaced Lukaku. So another question I want to put to you first, Baron, is Hazard, basically Hazard yeah. or Salah. Now, you're, you're in the luxurious place of having them both. Yeah. But for people that can't afford both, who would you opt for now? I mean, Salah's Great always question. been the go-to man, but Hazard is now coming yeah, up. that's a really good question. I think... Um, where to start really I mean I, I, look, I look at my team now and uh, I still can't work out the maths of how I've got them both in because so many people are saying it's just not possible and I think it has to come down to the fact I had Salah from the start so he was only a 9 million player for me but for most people now I mean, he's 9-9 nine, nine, mm. and he's going to be 10 probably by the end of next week so if you haven't got either of them already what have you been doing like, if you have not got Salah mm. you've missed him from 9 million to 9-9 nine, nine, like, what have you been doing like, Hazard is rising, of course, now as well, and, and he's what he obviously started the season at ten five. I think he's ten eight now, or he's ten seven. He's about to go ten eight. So there is still, you know, about a million difference. And I think Liverpool's fixtures are good enough to just about compete with Chelsea's over the next five or six weeks. So uh, that's a long way of answering your question. But if you if it was a fresh transfer this week and you hadn't and you didn't have either and you had to pick one, I'd pick Salah. Rich because of the price mainly. Um, no, I'm I'm the same. You know, although. Chelsea do have a very favourable yeah. kind of fixture list. I guess, I guess dilemma. Sorry, Salah or Hazard, and then do you either have Hazard or Murata or both mm. as well? If that's what you're looking to be inclined. Um, and what I've noticed of Hazard as well is that he doesn't tend to finish a lot of games. So you know, especially in these games coming up where Chelsea might be two, three up, and there's a, a chance for them to go and get more goals. Conte normally does take him off, and he's on the chance of mm. getting a hat trick. And you know, you've got Salah who's 
on you know kind of got a free role to kind of do what he wants he's probably more likely to be more of a banker than than Eden Hazard but um I said the only thing that plays into Hazard's hands is uh is the Chelsea's fixtures at the moment and also he is coming to a ridge reign of form himself he's, he's got penalties. a lot of goals assists mm-hmm. on penalties as well so it really is a, a tough dilemma um I mean, if if you can do a Baron and get both of them in, mm. no, that's kind of sitting on, sitting on the I fence, which is poor. But um, I think at the moment those two are the real informed guys. So you, I mean, you, you, you are do right need to have I mean, one. If people can, even if they can hit, see if they can find a way of getting them both in, then they should probably do it because mm. they are the two most desirable assets. I'd say in the whole game, even I mean, they're they're a bigger priority than Kane. I would say. Mm. I have to be honest, Absolutely. you know, I, I've got has, I've had Salah from the start yeah. as well, and every week when I watch whether it's a live game, whether I'm watching Gillette soccer and trying to keep up the scores, mm. Hazard worries me, especially when I'm watching the games and I think, oh, don't give away a penalty. Every time yeah. the ball goes into the box, they yeah. look dangerous. Mm. And knowing someone's on penalty duty, especially a midfielder who mm. gets those yes. extra points, Five points it's, yeah. a, it's, a huge, it's a huge worry. So He doesn't miss penalties but I'm, either, I, does I'm, he? I'm in agreement with both of you. I think Salah, for me, just about tips yeah. it because he's just scoring goals for fun. Yeah. And yeah, that, that million pounds could go elsewhere mm. and strengthen your team. One of the surprise packages of this season so far is Burnley. I mean, I think we've all been pretty impressed with them so far. The question I want to ask, which I'll put this to you first, is can Burnley maintain a place in the top seven and are there players worth investing in? Quite a few people have already got Burnley players yeah. for their cheap option, but they're, they're, they're punching with some teams, you know, that have spent a lot of money. No, absolutely. I think, you know, I think you want you would want to get their defensive players in. I mean, I've actually got three Burnley players in my squad, which I probably will be looking to amend just because it's just, it's just too many. And although they are cheap, it's probably not, not worth it. But, I mean, if you were to do so, definitely look to either get me and or Tarkovsky. Probably would go for me, maybe because he's more of an attacking threat from corners as well. Could get the odd goal. Um, and, you know, Ashley Barnes is always a threat as well. But, I mean, can they stay in the top seven? Probably not. I do expect them to, uh, to, to fall away. I mean, they have got some great results, especially against kind of higher end of the table. I know, away from home, I think they've they got the second most points in the Premier League. Uh, absolutely, which is con- contrast where they, 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 I don't think they won an away game last year, did they? Or only one? Or it was something terrible, yeah, they're away. Either way. Really poor. That's what let them down. Um, I mean, it would be remarkable if they could stay up there, but I mean, I, I just can't see it. And I think with this uh, busy Christmas period, bit of a thin squad as well, you know, you probably would see them just fall away through no fault of their own, just purely just through fatigue and. And also, other teams can have plenty of money to spend in January, and maybe some of their players will be on other teams' picking lists, and uh, it'll be interesting absolutely. to see. Mm. I mean, two of the players I was possibly looking at are Tarkovsky and Pope. Yeah. But I saw you brought them in, so yeah. I, I changed my plan to Joe Gomez, who happens to get a virus. I don't know if you're involved <laughs> in that, Darren. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you brought you brought these Burnley players yes. in. Are you confident with them? Do you still think they're gonna? I think yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean. I, David was the one that got on them before all of us and, and that was what was hurting you and I for, for a few weeks because David was picking up all these clean sheets and I brought them in and I don't think I've had a clean sheet out of them. No, me neither. I've only had weeks but I've not had anything out of them. I, mean, yeah. I, think, I think we will stick with them because of their value. I think, I mean, they are they have all risen in price. I mean, Tarkowski is still the cheapest option in that defence at 4-6. And I think even with the peaks and troughs of the season... With a four point five or four point six player, you, you you can you can absorb that. You accept that. You know people like Tarkowski, you're not going to be too fussed if you bench them. So I think you can absorb that and you play them for their good fixtures. I think at home they're going to remain strong from here until the end of the season. I think away, their form may fluctuate. Um, but you're right. You, it's a good point you make though, Rich. I mean, they've they've come across as indestructible, haven't they? Because mm. Sean Dyche is this big strong manager, and they've they've had. I think they, he's used the, he's used the fewest players of any other team in the league. So because they're going in and out of these games with a very settled eleven, you do forget that they are human and the matches will have an impact. So because of how frequently they're playing, I mean, over the Christmas period, 
they are inevitably going to fatigue and he will have to rotate or, or, or risk the consequences of bad results because they're not going to be able to put that extra yard of pace in. They're not going to be able to chase that extra ball around or put that block in. So you are right. I mean, we could well see how deep that Burnley squad is. So um, I, I think I think because of the value of the offer, Jack, yes, I would stick with them for, for the long term. I mean, in the short term, they've got three very good fixtures coming up and then they do tighten up a little bit and... I've got Nick Pope and Rob Elliott as my goalkeepers. And just very briefly to put you, is it just defensive players we should be looking at? I mean, Robbie yeah. Brady's just got yeah. to be out for a period of time. They, they, they're just they're just not on the front front. Chris Woods seems to have been since his injury has been a bit rotated. So I personally wouldn't go anywhere near their attackers. You've got Ashley Barnes. Is is, is that just because he's a cheap? Option? Uh, yeah, I mean it was purely because of, it was a cheap option, and you know he does pop up with with the odd goal, but. Um, Probably, defense, you know, looking back, probably, yeah, I'd say defence over attack. Sure. And just very briefly, then one one last question I want to put to you both is: I want to know who are your dark horses? Um, which team should we back going into a very busy festive period? Is there one team that perhaps well, I mean, we all talked about Chelsea's run, we've all talked about Liverpool's run, but is there a team that perhaps maybe aren't as fancy that might be mm. worth just having a look at? Don't know who wants to answer that one first. I like the look of Leicester, actually. Um, I'm, I'm I'm watching. Um, the Arsenal injury news very closely because Mustafi's a big doubt, and if he's injured, then I, I will have to do a bit of um, a bit of moving around in defence. And um, having looked at Leicester's fixtures, their recent form um, uh, in defence, I think they've conceded six in the last six, so it's an average of one a game. But the, the potential is there for clean sheets, and their defence offers a lot of good value. Morgan, Simpson, and Chilwell or Fuchs are all pretty well priced. Simpson and Morgan, especially Maguire's a little bit more expensive, and the fixtures do look good. Um, I think um, so. Looking at the fixtures here, um, they've got five of the next seven are two on the fixture difficulty ranking mm -hmm. on the FPL website. Three, three of the next three are all two. So it's a sea of green really on the fixtures. And given how well the likes of Albrighton, Damari, Gray, Mares, and Vardy seem to be performing, they seem to be sharing around the goals and assists. Um, for the value they offer, I think they're not by chance. Vardy's probably a little bit overpriced. As is Mares, as we've said, the dilemma midfield is, of yes. course, that there's so many other players in that price you'd rather have. But all Brighton and Gray, all Brighton's five and a half million. Gray's five three. They could easily be fourth or fifth midfield options. So, and as and I've mentioned the defence, so Leicester would be my my and, punt. And looking from the outside, I mean, I've I've got no affiliation to Leicester. I don't really read yeah. that much about them, but they look like a happier camp from the outside. Puel has definitely he's made them solid. I don't think South people Hampton, expected that really. No. Pretty well had a reputation at Southampton for clean sheets as well. Yeah, so that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Is anyone, anyone in particular, your your dark horses for this festive mm. period? Kind of, I mean, it's nicely because I was about to say Southampton myself. They seem to have picked up a you know, decent bit of form. Obviously, they lost at City, but uh, I mean, they do seem to be playing better football um, going forward. I mean, at the start of the season, they they were dreadful and they seemed to lack any kind of cohesion. Very boring, very bland, especially at home. Um, but I feel like they've they've turned a mini corner. Um, Know, a few decent results here and there obviously drawn away at Bournemouth is not great but um, you know they do have the players there um, maybe they just need a bit of you know they need to be galvanised a bit I mean you've got Redmond there you've got Charlie Austin who's kind of getting some kind of form now as well um, so yeah I'd, I'd keep an eye on them especially just for their uh, attacking talents they've got a hard, very hard run over Christmas mm. obviously of course the, the next six fixtures are Arsenal at home Leicester at home mm. Chelsea away mm. Huddersfield at home Spurs away Man U away but we've seen before that these some of these big teams aren't great at keeping clean sheets. So well, the bottom of the do you think he could pop over Christmas? Well, yeah, I mean the way uh, Pellegrino sets up his sides are, are quite defensive, and they'll be looking to hit teams in the counter. Um, obviously, they were unlucky against Man City, weren't they? But uh, yeah. you know, in a lot of those games, there, there are points there to be won. So you know, on paper, it might not look great, but Arsenal, you know, so Arsenal are going to react after their mauling mm. against Manchester United. And you spoke about Allardyce possibly taking some time to turn his team around. Yeah. 
Pellegrino maybe now it's just starting to, to gel a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, maybe. It's an interesting point, is it? Because he was, he, he always, after after a session, you always look at who's next, don't you? You look at the Premier League table and think who's underperforming, who could be under threat. And Pellegrino was right up there. I mean, Southampton were on a really miserable run. Uh, and the Everton match was, I mean, we knew how poor Everton were going mm. to St Mary's. And that was, a, that was a big shot in the arm for Southampton because they really found goals hard to come by. And Austin, I mean, Austin could be such a good player for us. He could be such an asset at six million, but it's just this rotation problem. Mm. I mean, I think Gabby, I think Long's got a bit of a knock, but Gavidini is still an option there for rotation. And mm. although Austin's played the last, I think two out of three or three out of four, mm. he's there's still that element of risk. And over Christmas, I think he will be heavily rotated. Oh, absolutely, Could have, especially with his injury record yeah, as exactly. well. Exactly. So I he's mean, not going to play a lot of games. Uh, uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice to say that Pellegrino is turning mm. the corner with them. I think time will tell. Like you say, I mean, the fixtures are really tough. I mean, but really it, again, I think this shows very well the difference between if you're in the top of the table or in the bottom. Because mm. you know, if you bring someone like Austin, he makes that difference and he's cheap. Big difference. Yeah. Like I can see you rise at the table. Uh, absolutely. Whereas absolutely. It'd almost be stupid for someone in your position to it's make risk, that sort yeah. of change, yeah. which mm. just goes to show the problems that everyone has. Mm. And just finally, we want to give a quick round up to the Champions League. Obviously, again, we're recording this on Wednesday morning, so obviously the Wednesday yeah. figures are to come. But Man U beat um, CSK in Moscow two-one last night. Lukaku. And Rashford both got Lukaku the goals. Ended his drought. He did. He played for seventy-one minutes. Well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young didn't play. Young Ashley Young is one of the most transferred in players yeah. this week. Uh, he's obviously in midfield playing. At, I guess got a few goals recently. Yeah. Um, but, but worth pointing out, he didn't play. He was on the bench last night, so he, that may well bode well for the weekend. Although they're playing Man City, which is always going to be tough. Chelsea drew one-one with Atletico Madrid. Savage got an own goal. For the, you know that was a Chelsea. The Chelsea goal was an own goal from a Madrid player. Um, Moses, Fabregas, Kante, Hazard all played the full 90 and Morata played 81 minutes and Alonso yeah. which will be happy with his bench I was, bench. Mm. I was pleased when I saw Alonso's bench Hazard, but, um, is that Hazard. I mean Morata got pulled off maybe that will give him the start at West Ham but the Hazard one does worry me a little bit because he, he will want to protect Hazard and away at West Ham he'll think he can get a result without him yeah well, that's, that, that does that will worry me a little bit and just worth pointing out if you're listening to this on Wednesday afternoon after we've put this out Liverpool are at home to Spartak Moscow Man City are away to Shakhtar Donetsk and Spurs are at home the Spurs and City team sheets will be very interesting because yes. they've already qualified so it'll be interesting to see how many they do rest so so, so yeah so keep an eye on that and it's definitely worth bearing in mind ahead of the choices we make this week you are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the Bonus, bonus Points, points. <laughs> so two weeks ago myself and the sleeper Mr Richard Amofa drew 2-2 in Berens um, hosting of a Friday night deadline and there was it's no two-two draw. There was no um, there was no tiebreaker, so yeah. mm. the second leg is about to be played, ah. and I saw a hand over to Baron to host this, this <laughs> again with no sound effects this week. No, it's a massive mm. shame, no sound effects, but um, we'll get by as best we can. So I've got twelve questions again, so you have six apiece, and then we have got a tiebreaker, which I'm quite proud of. So I'm, I'm part of me hoping we are going to be level after twelve questions. Mm. If not, we can use it anyway, possibly. So in as anyway. Richard was uh, last this week, we'll um, mm. we'll let Richard take the first question. So oh, you've got, you've got one kind. to twelve. Number one, please. It's well, one to be ultimately. Okay, right. So, Eden Hazard made it into game week 15's dream team, but which other Chelsea player also made the selection? Fabregas. (laughs) Victor (laughs) Moses. Two assists for the right wing back. Fair play. You can tell you've not had chilli today. You're doing the sound effects. No, I'm, I'm, I'm quite, yeah. quite chipper. With <laughs> gumption. Okay, so that's still nil-nil. Okay. Oh, just, just Sorry, I'm, I'm not looking. I'm oh, sorry. It's quite a small font. Hello. Well, then you got two to twelve. Eight to colluding. I'll go for number two. Oh. Okay, Ryan Fraser has only made seven appearances for Bournemouth this season, but did make it into the Game Week 15 Dream Team. How many points did he score? 
Ten. Oh, spot on. Did he? Ten. Wow. One nil to ball. Did this happen last time? I think I won the love and gave you the eyes. Maybe. I, 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 I do think that was too tough, cocky. but if you, if you do think quickly, mm. he got thought, a goal, 90 minutes at seven, yeah. and then he's probably got three bonus as well, 10. Yeah. So you can work it out quite quickly. Mathematical. Three to 12. Uh, I would love to pick number 10, please. Okay, so who was the highest scoring Manchester United player in game week 15? Jesse Lingard. That's correct. 1-1. One, one. The Man U fan gets a Man U question. This is obviously a fix. <laughs> okay, Man U fan? Um, question seven. Okay. Right, this is one about your team. Oh, oh irony. Pressure. How many league starts has Gabriel Jesus made for Manchester City since Jack bought him in game week nine? So it's been three, four. Three. It's one one after four Beautiful. questions. Richard. Come on. Um, number six. Okay. This is another one about Jack's team. Discounting the captaincy, which player provided most points for Jack in game week 15? Jordan Pickford. Oh, I knew that one. That one. See, the thing we've done here is we've actually talked about a lot of the answers before, think, so you both, you both had a bit of last minute mm. revision. So it is, it is 2 1 of well, Jack actually so concentrated. Turned it around. That, that that behind. Is it. Right, uh, number 10. Which Liverpool player has the best points per match average oh. over the whole season and it is not Mohamed Salah? Pitino. Oh, he's got it right. Has he? I thought Ooh, it was going to be something obscure yeah, in yeah, two yeah, games. Yeah. But I Fair didn't play. think of it. Coutinho is play. incredible two, two. value. So when he, when Coutinho plays, he thrives. So yeah. it's 2 2. Baron's getting nervous for his. Uh, we've had three questions to finish. We are halfway. Go on, to bring it out. Uh, number four, please. Okay, so it's about my team. Oh, okay. Okay, so which of Baron's starting lineup in game week 15 did not play and was automatically substituted out? Oh, I don't know, sorry. Umani ass. He did mention that as well. He did mention we did, it. Yeah. Would you have got that? No, I couldn't no. really. Had a mind blank. It remains 2 I literally two, just had chance for Jack to go ahead here. 3 2. Right, so you've got 3 5, 8 9, or 11? 9. Okay, about Richard's team. Ooh. Which defender was sat on Richard's bench in game week 15 with 8 points? Oh, I don't know how you say his name. The Watford Cup. No, you can't give that. That's wrong. The closest he got was Cabasay. That's not his name. Richard, I would have given you that. Ah, okay, fine. Okay. He's got the first two syllables. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a foreign name. Cabasay. Cabasay. So that is 3 2 to Jack. Richard should really need to go along. Make up the rules as you go along. Give me number three, please. They should get this. Give it me. It's just my accent. Who was Game Week 15's highest scoring player? Time. Oh. Okay, so Jack, we've got three questions left. So, what was the answer to that last question? Coutinho. Coutinho. 18 points, Coutinho. Smashed up Brighton. Right, so so you've got five, eight, or 11. And I think if you if you score, if you, if you get this right, you've won. Five. Oh yeah, this is a toughie, this one. You've got a chance there, Rich. How many points are there between Jack and Richard's teams overall this season? And you can answer within 10. 10, within 5, that's right. 51. 
Oh, he's just missed it. Oh, oh, no. No. Has he? It's 62. <laughs> so you could have had 52 oh. and 51. That would have been amazing. Unlucky. That's so perked me up. I was right. down in the dumps. So, Richard, your last oh, question. Now this is the draw level. Okay. You've got to get this oh. right. Uh, number seven. You've got eight or 11. Oh, sorry. Um, no pressure. Number 11, please. Baron. You're the one was about your team. Oh, you're sweating on your brow. Okay, this this is fairly tough, but just just, just think it through. Right? <laughs> well, I've only got five seconds. Engage your brain. Yeah, right. David Silva and Kevin De Bruyne are tied on eight assists apiece this season. Name the Arsenal player with the same amount. Alan Ramsey. Oh, he's got it right! Oh, come on! He's got it right! I thought you were going to say Ozil. Come on! Come on! Come on! Yes! Come on! It's going to be another tiebreaker. Yes! No one really wants this tiebreaker. Jack, <laughs> to win it. Oh, to win! Oh, oh Rich! That's oh, so good! I thought amazing. you were going to go Ozil. Oh, I'm so pleased. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Jack. Oh, oh, God. This is an easy Jack because it's Rich's team and it's a bit of a niche question. Oh, come on. Unless you've researched Rich's Look team, you might not get Look this. Me. Come on. Okay, which, no, top, which Tottenham Hotspur player does Richard currently own? Davies. He's got it. Oh, how did you get that? <laughs> yeah. What kind Unlucky. of corruption? 4-3 Jack. What? Oh, the last, last minute winner. Tell you what, the drama there was fantastic. Well played Jack. How did you get that? Yeah. Do you think it was just yeah. not a thing that's obvious? It just came into my head. I, really? I, 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 oh, when he I said that, my heart that. just sank. I was, I was hoping you'd say that. Do, do, do you want to do the tiebreak? Yeah, no, 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 if we get a tiebreak, can I get it right? Double or quits? No. 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 Come on. You've lost. Jack has won. You've, you've lost, sorry. Okay, so <laughs> the, the, the tiebreak is, who is this? Okay, so who is this? So, I play for Watford on loan from... There's no time limit. I play for Watford on loan from Benfica. I'm a midfielder. I have scored 26 points. I am valued at 5.5 million. Nobody anywhere in the world in Fantasy Premier League owns me. I registered assists away at Swansea City and at home to Manchester United. No, but I am yet to score. <laughs> I have started six league matches, but I've been missing from the start since November 5th. I am likely to be at next summer's World Cup with a South American nation. Oh, is it that, that right back, is it? What's his name? Midfielder. So play for Watford. On loan from Benfica, midfielder, 26 points, five and a half million. Nobody owns him. Oh, no, it's... And he's got he's got two assists, one at Swansea and one at home to United, which was quite recently. Yeah, no, no, he hasn't yeah. scored a goal yet. Six league starts, but hasn't started since November 5th. And he's going to be, he should be at the World Cup next year with a South American He's started nation. since November the 5th? Yeah, he's had a few sub appearances. Sub appearances, yeah. Oh, I know who it is, I, I can picture his face. I can't remember his name. Do you want another clue? Uh, what is his name again? Oh, his, his South American nation is Peru. Yeah, see, I, I know who it is. Oh. I've got no idea. No. What, no. Can he, what's his first letter of his name? A is his first name. What's the name on the back of his shirt? Is it A? No, no, no. The, the name on the back of his shirt starts with C. Oh, it's like... It's annoying because I, I can picture his face. Yeah. It's a tough one. But I can't remember. I, I, was, I was gonna give you both times to like basically think out loud yeah. and then like come up with a name. Oh, I can think of his face. You know, he's got you no know, decent physique, he's quick. He's, he's, strong. he's a winner. He's very very nippy. He's like a know, Peruvian Richarlison. Gets in gets in positions, you're almost like a young Jefferson Farfan almost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I cannot remember. Sorry. You'll have to give us the answer. Andre Carrillo. That's it, that is it. I was that looking I was just simple. on the statistics, I was looking at who had zero percent ownership. Yeah. 
and he's the he's got the highest score of all the players that haven't got a single owner. No way. Twenty six wow. points. Wow. Unlucky, unlucky, Rich. I, I, think, think, I, think, I, think, I think the competition between me and Rich has been the closest the two times. It really has. Yeah, four three dramatic. Jack at the death. Last kick of the game. Mm. So we'll return next week then with um, with David asking the questions to me and you. Yeah, a repeat of the very first quiz. I think. Good, Good luck, Baron. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the Bonus, bonus Points. So just finally, before we call it a day, it's time to bring you the stat of the week. So I thought I'd have a look around at the own goals. Brighton's Lewis Dunk scored his third own goal of the Don't season. He left 5-1 to defeat to Liverpool at the weekend. But it's Liverpool who hold the record for having the player that scored the most own goals in the season, which is Martin Skirtle with four in the 2013-14 season. They came against Newcastle. Aaron, do you remember that one? That's a no. Swansea, West Ham and Hull. So Dunk is now just one own goal away from equaling a Premier League record and it's only December. So keep an eye on that unless you have... <laughs> you know, he, Dunk, he, thankfully, he, I was a bit nervous actually because he, um, he was in my second substitute slot and um, yeah, I knew that Nias hadn't played so I knew that Loftus-Cheek was coming in. So Dunk was my next sub and he was a minus two and, I, and if, <laughs> if Sterling hadn't played then it would have been Dunk on so I was quite relieved. But that, yes, it's one one own goal away from a, equalling a record. Which and it's, like it's, it's only early December. It's incredible, yes, isn't it? I mean, he's, he's had to, I mean, and own goals we know are just bad luck, aren't they? I mean, he's putting his body where it matters. He's trying to get blocks on, and they're just not coming off for him. It's just not worked. So there, there's that stat. And just just finally, our podcast next week. Just to remind everyone, will be come out on Thursday because there's some more midweek action. Yes. So for us, it's a double forfeit week again. Oh, and of course, yeah. Of course, everyone should be aware that the Fancy Football Cup begins not this weekend next the midweek week, fixtures, mid-week fixtures next, that game, game week 17 that's when the cup action begins so we'll talk all about that when we next hear absolutely yeah well, we'll, uh, we'll... and thanks to Rich for joining us again I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure you'll be on at some point again in the future and you can try and win a quiz thank you very much uh, <laughs> well, always quiz. a pleasure never at all and make sure you head up to his Twitter and have a look at that in that the new bio you have to go through me if you want him on the show again remember it's john at amofa.com thank you Thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're always happy to help you out with your FBL team, so if you have any questions for our panel, follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Nu bij Tele2, de Huawei P20. Omdat het kan. Voor een genadeloos lage prijs. Check Tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Ik omdat het moet.